consistency to come back again today. Thank you, Father, that you are ever faithful and that you teach us how to not only be faithful but to be full of faith. That you hear us when we pray and that you're with us all the time. Please guide us and lead us through today's devotional. Hello, brothers and sisters. I am so excited <laughs> to have you back. I'm Katie Mashile. If you don't know who I am, I am God's girl. I am the Jesus girl all the way from South Africa. I was actually reading my analytics and I saw that the bulk of the listeners are based in the US and not in South Africa, which was actually quite interesting for me to see. So I will definitely be mindful to actually keep a lot of my references in English. Um, I do have a tendency of using local vernacular in my speech. But um, yeah, but anyway, thank you and welcome. Um, thank you for joining. Thank you for taking the challenge. I really said yesterday that the reason for sharing is really because I can't do it by myself. I cannot hold myself accountable to praying daily and praying intentionally. So your presence is really appreciated and very helpful. So I'm having technical difficulties with my sound. Um, I only picked it up after the episode aired yesterday, but yeah, the sound is quite, there's quite a lot of white noise. So I disconnected my mic right now and I'm just using the phone's mic, um, hoping that it will make things better. However, that shall not stop us from praying. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so yeah, I hope the sound is clear and that it is loud enough. But yeah, so this week we are looking at our definition of prayer and refining that. So I've already opened with prayer, but I will go ahead and give you an opportunity to pause right now and pray. And we will pick up after you have prayed. Today's scriptures are Matthew 6 verse 9, Psalm 100 verse 4, and Genesis 3 from verse 8 to verse 10. Matthew 6 verse 9 reads as follows, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. While Psalm 100 verse 4 reads as follows. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And Genesis, Genesis, <laughs> Genesis 3 verse 8 to 9 reads as follows.
The man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Thank you, Father, for the reading of your word. Amen. So, I hope you prayed. <laughs> That's the first thing. I hope you prayed, um, and I do advise you to, so the, the, the cover image for the episode, regardless for you, well, not regardless, certain platforms don't show it. If you can't see the specific image for this episode, please go to my Instagram and have a look. Um, the scriptures, the prayer prompts and everything are on the image. This is to make life a bit easier for people. So you have a place where you can refer to it. Otherwise I will also link list them in the description for you. I do suggest that you go and read the chapters, the full chapters, and also um, that you spend time just listening from God what he wants to say to you regarding those specific scriptures um, and their full passages. So with the first, with the first scripture that we read, but I think before I get into that scripture, um, I'm trying to unlock my computer go um we good we are unlocked with the first scripture that we read um you you find uh you find adam and eve but this at this point i feel like this is this is an irrelevant yet relevant point to make that usually people say that god said to adam but actually the man was not adam until after the fall just as eve um it says in verse 20 of chapter 3 of genesis that adam named his wife eve right and then it says because she would then become the mother of the nations so i don't think that it's important um to say that oh but god said to adam and he didn't say to eve that blah 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 because in essence when god made them male and female made he them then only after um realizing that male and female should be separated and, and like the man as in human should not be alone were they men and women right so the male and female wore different bodies but essentially they were both image bearers and they were both um responsible for um upholding the will of god right so it's not even necessarily about who did what but Actually, when God also did separate them, he also separated their roles. Um, and in that point, the the man, the male was given that leadership role, right? And um, in, 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 in coming to look for them, God then addresses the man, right? Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, what is here is that there's, there's quite a lot that is being, has been said about where prayer 
um, generated. So today's episode is called the Genesis of Prayer, right? So in the very beginning um, of time, I believe that prayer was communion between um, communion with God. So I would even say that um, prayer existed before human beings existed, but that would just be too controversial for a short devotional. So in actual, um, in my actual research, so I actually went and did research to figure out what actually um, do people say, what do scholars say about the genesis of prayer? Where did prayer generate from? Where did it come from? And a lot of scholars um, actually are debating whether prayer started in this passage that we read where Adam had a conversation with God after the fall or if prayer was actually there from the very beginning or actually, if all of this does not count as prayer, but rather the conversation that um, Abraham has with God in regards to Sodom and Gomorrah, when he was pleading with God to save Sodom and Gomorrah. So there's quite a lot of debate around where prayer started or which is the first recorded prayer um, in the Bible, because we know that they are quite a number of conversations that aren't really recorded verbatim, but um, they are noted in the word. So for the sake of this podcast and for it not to be too long, we will just settle on the fact that this was the first prayer. But before we get carried away, let me look at the definition of prayer. And I literally deleted a whole segment where I was saying that um, yesterday, I, I also, if this is your first episode on the, on this prayer challenge, please do go and listen to the introduction. I was busy saying that on yesterday's um, episode, on the first introductory episode, I said that um, my prayer time would be four o'clock and uh, that actually is such a bad time. And as I'm recording this, the children just came home from school and they're making a whole whole, whole, whole noise, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let it be. I'm not going to re-delete this. And my mom is busy singing a worship song in the house. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's a good time to pray, <laughs> but I, I may change the time in the future, but I'll try my best to still maybe record earlier while they're in school and then still do my prayer time um, at four. I just thought that would be a nice time in the afternoon when everything is done in the house and they're back from school and everything. But no, it's not. But anyway, yeah, I was looking for the definition of prayer. Um, so the dictionary definition is, um, well, it varies like in words, but in essence, most dictionaries define prayer as a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or another deity. So yeah, so basically it's um, asking something, asking for help or giving thanks to God or a higher power. But the Christian understanding of prayer rather is that prayer is a conversation with God. So it's speaking to God, basically hearing from God and responding or speaking to God and having him respond. Um, basically it's a dialogue. So prayer is not a one-way communication. Hence this, these two scriptures or these two passages are seen as the possible genesis of prayer. But anyway, I want us to take a minute right now, pause 
and write down in your diary. Another thing that I suggested yesterday. So if you don't have a journal yet, pause right now. Go get yourself a journal and I need you to write in your journal, what is your understanding of prayer? Now, this doesn't have to be perfect. It does not have to be true. It does not have to be right. It's just important for you to be honest and seek to um, evaluate how you see prayer and what you believe prayer to be. Okay, now that you've written down your definition of prayer, I want us to actually go deeper and kind of evaluate um, what God would, how God says we should pray, right? Because essentially the, the, the issue, I don't want to call it an issue, but for lack of a better word, the challenge rather, um, the challenge that most people have when it comes to praying is where do I start? How do I do it? You know what I mean? So um, that's why I wanted us to also look at Matthew 6 verse 9, specifically the first part, because this is these are the words of Jesus, right? So Jesus says that when you pray, um, say, our Father who art in heaven, right? And I believe that that is a very significant thing because you see with Adam, um, whether or not, whether it is the, 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 the scripture with Adam and Eve speaking to God after the fall or when um, Abraham was speaking to God about Sodom and Gomorrah um, and Gomorrah. It's actually that both scriptures are at a, a, a place where mankind has sinned against God. They're at a place where people are not deserving of grace and mercy. They're at a place where um, mankind is de- like somehow have has offended God, right? So it's from a place of having offended God that we introduce to prayer. And I think that's very significant. And it kind of shows us that there's no time when God is not our father. I like the fact that the, um, the gospels are after all the the ons and offs with God saying, you, my people, you're not my people, you're my people, you're not my people. But when Jesus came and, um, I love the scripture that says that the Holy Spirit gives us boldness to actually cry out Abba father, um, because God is our father and God, our fatherness by God, us being children of God can never be taken away from us and not even by ourselves. Um, I love the scripture. I think it's in Romans 8 where it says, but what can separate us from the love of God? Not even sin, not even death, not even hardship, not even bad situations, not even bad decisions, right? And just as much as we cannot earn the fatherhood of God in our lives, we cannot earn his love for us because Christ has already done that. And Christ, who is the ransom, then says to us, this is then how you should pray. Say, our father, right? And and that kind of gives me, it gives me peace, just that peace that say, our father, right? Like, it gives me so much peace when Jesus says that we can say our father and we can approach God as our father because as a parent, um, well, I'm not a parent yet. And yes, there are children in the house. <laughs> I am African, <laughs> but, um, I'm not a parent yet, but I am a deputy parent. Um, and I was saying to my nieces the other day, just the other weekend, I was saying that as a, 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 a human and as a, as a human parent, it's difficult for me to love and correct in the same breath. 
right? I can't be mad at you for what you did and love you in the same breath. I, I can be honest about that. And I was telling the children that, that for me, you may think that I don't love you if I have to be correcting you all the time, but that's because I can't do both. Um, I pray that God gives me the grace really, but I think it's also because I grew up different. Um, and I, I am still trying to reconcile that every child has their own personality. Therefore, every child will do things differently and different to how I grew up, not necessarily how I was raised because they being raised more or less the same. Um, it's just that they react differently. For instance, if I broke a glass and my mom was out of the house, I would literally wait immediately when I hear the car. I, sometimes I'd even close the gate intentionally so that when she gets to the gate, she would like hoot or something. And then I would take the glass to the gate before she even gets into the house. And I'd confess that I had broken a glass and ask her for forgiveness before she even has the time to find out about it and, and ask. You get what I mean? But then with my nieces, it's, it's a matter of even say... Same example, like if one of my nieces would break a glass, they wouldn't even confess it. And even if you ask, like, are you the one who broke the glass? Maybe they'd even say no, right? So to me, if I'm correcting you one, not that you broke a rule by breaking a glass, that's not bad. It happens to the best of us. However, the principle of honesty or integrity is that you should come forward and say, I broke this glass. I apologize for it. And if you can't then do that, maybe out of fear, if you are asked, were you the one who broke the glass, at least be truthful and honest and say, yes, I was the one, but that doesn't always happen. So in that moment, I am unable to be like, Oh, shame. I understand. You were so scared. Come, let me give you a hug. You know, I'm not that person. I'm the person that says, no, let me teach you this principle right now. Like, let's use this moment as a teachable moment for you to learn that you need to be honest and you need, you know, you can't lie when you've done something wrong. You need to confess it and you need to be remorseful and ask for forgiveness. So I'm that person as a parent, right? But God is different to us. God is actually a perfect parent that when we, we've wronged, instead of running away, we should actually run to God. And it's beautiful for me to see both um, parallel scriptures. And we will speak about the scripture where a, um, Abraham interceded for Sodom and Gomorrah um, later on in the devotion, um, in the prayer challenge. But I'm just referring to that so that you can see how in the moment when mankind is wrong, God draws near. God begins the conversation. God reaches out and clothes them. They were hiding from God, but their nakedness was not hidden. Wherever they were hiding, they were still naked. They were naked in the dark. They were naked in hiding. But God brought them to the light and clothed them. So they revealed, they are exposed, but they covered. Ooh, that's a word. God in prayer we, we allow God to expose us to the light, yet cover us at the same time. It's, it's like we are surrendering our, our brokenness, our nakedness, our requests, our thanksgiving. We're surrendering that and we are totally vulnerable and totally naked before God. And God covers us and clothes us and sends us out. So yeah, it, it blesses my heart. And I think that is, that's my encouragement to you today that, um, like 
reveal yourself to God, right? Come out of hiding. And that's the, the song of the day. Um, that is, uh, it's, it's out of hiding by Stephanie Gretzinger. And it, it literally like the first verse is come out of hiding. You're safe here with me. No need to cover what I already see. Oh, come on somebody. You know, it's, it's so beautiful to behold that God actually wants us in the fullness of who we are. And even the things that keep us away from praying are usually the things that we should pray about the most. So let me encourage you with that. And the link to the song is in the description. So please do go and listen to it and just allow God to minister to you. Allow God to speak first, right? Allow God to speak first. If, if you, all you can do is just go before God and say, our father, and just present yourself to your father. You know what? Some of the beautiful memories I have from my childhood are sitting with my dad, watching soccer and just keeping quiet, you know, like in silence, but in contentment, in safety. And here and there maybe having a comment, but just the safety of being in the presence of my father. So, yeah, if you really, really are still struggling to pray, it's OK. It's only the first day. But I want you to present yourself before God. Just say, Father, I'm here. Father, I'm presenting myself before you. And ask God to, to speak to you, to speak first, right? Ask God to initiate the dialogue. And I, I encourage you to listen to the song and allow God to speak the words of that song over you. And yeah, we have come to the end. Oh God, that you would cover us, oh God.
also ask for forgiveness and redemption. Help us, Lord God Almighty, in every single area where we fall short. I honor you, Lord God, and I give you glory. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope that this is helpful in your own personal prayer journey. And I um, advise you to continue just spending time with God. Read the scriptures that we've abridged today. Share this podcast with a friend. Invite someone to join us on this extra old challenge. Whether you're listening to this in real time or catching up later, years, months, time to come, I hope that you can invite a friend to walk this journey with you as you are helping me by walking this journey with me. God bless you. May you stay blessed.